How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the dirt all sparkly, spanking clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine, and then loop up. The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. I imagine you're kind of She needs your pants and better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of By the By. You betcha. Yes. Um, I'm uh, Bradford. Yes, and I'm Angela. And uh, we have new kit. We do. Are new you gonna kit, new do, gear. Are you going to do your Bradford After Dark voice? Hello, this is Bradford After Dark. I make everything tingle below the belt. Mm, yeah. I'm a little splooshy. <laughs> <laughs> That's just great. I love it. Um, yeah, so we... We we were fortunate enough to get a a new set of um, microphones and a mixing board, so yeah. we now sound well, <laughs> we now sound more professional. Well, we sound something. <laughs> <laughs> we don't sound more professional. Yeah, we're um, still trying it out, still learning it. So bear with us as we do so. Yes, yeah. yes. Look, we have important things. The important things, all the all the small things, uh-huh. as they say in the music biz. Um, so like when, when I come hello, I'm Bradford and this is Angela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. That's more like it. Yeah. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah, we are able to add some, I mean, look, it's important to me. It matters to me. If it makes you feel good, then it's worth it, right? Yes. Thank you. And it does make me feel good. That's good. Yeah. So Uh, along with the new microphones and the new setup. Yes. We also have a new cocktail that we're drinking. We do. It's uh, great. Thank you. So this is courtesy of Bon Appetit, their YouTube channel. If you don't watch them, uh, if you're into food, into cocktails and stuff like that, definitely check out Bon Appetit's YouTube channel. Uh, we, they don't pay us to, tell, to, to say that. Um, no, we've just been binging it during the whole quarantine period. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is one of those things that we watch probably every night, if not every other night, maybe something on it. Yeah. There's always something on, but this is a black Manhattan. So instead of sweet vermouth, it's Amaro, which Mm -hmm. is a cock, uh, which is a a liqueur that, um, it's a digestive. So it's really bitter. It's kind of sweet and it's something that makes such great cocktails. So this is two parts bourbon, one part Amaro and a couple of dashes of bitters. 
Yeah, Amaro is something that we've definitely discovered during this whole quarantine thing. I, you somehow got a bottle of it near the beginning, and we've almost gone through it, but it's been amazing to make cocktails with. Yeah, so I bought it for a smoky tequila, uh, basically a smoky tequila sour. Mm. And yeah, it's really good. Mm. Yeah, I think mm. we need to get some more of it. Because mm. this one in particular, I really like this. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. yeah. I need new glasses. I'm not happy with my, my <laughs> stemware. So, but that's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I'm making it happen. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be the next thing? That's probably going to be the next thing. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. But uh, this is not the cocktail radio hour. No, it's not. But it should be. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, it could be. It's not. (laughs) Um, But today is uh, Sunday, May, what, 17th? Yes. Yeah. And for those of you out there who are keeping track, this is uh, Ida Hobbit. Uda Hobbit? Ida Hobbit. Uh-huh. Uh, International Day Against Homophobia, Biphobia, Interphobia, and Transphobia, um, which is, you know, it's very important. It is a very important day. And it's, it's, I think it should be more of a month than a day, but you know, I'm not going to, I'm glad, I'm glad there's a day for it. Take what we can get. Yeah, you betcha. Yeah. Um, so everybody out there who is homosexual or, or bisexual, uh, intersexual, or uh, a trans human, um, we see you, we love you. Yes, we love you very much. Yes. We might like to see more of you. You betcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got a message that is sort of in the Ida Hobbit kind of um, vein that okay. we got over Instagram a couple of days ago. And what was it? Do you want to hear it? Yes. It's good. <clears throat> Hi, Bradford and Angela. I just wanted to say thank you for your podcast. You have helped me through a very dark place in my life, and I have arrived at a much better place than I have ever been. I was so lonely and just not okay with myself, but your openness and willingness to talk about bisexuality and your super fun adventures have helped me look at who I am and begin to accept myself and my wants and needs. I'm pretty sure that I wouldn't be open to experimenting if I had not listened to you guys talk pretty much all last year. Being from the South... U.S., I grew up with very little exposure to anything untraditional and around a bunch of super judgy people. We understand that. (laughs) So true. Uh, Anyway, just wanted to tell you that you are making a difference in lives, and thank you for being you. So that was a message we got over Instagram. Thank you so very much to the uh, to the people who sent that. That's a really sweet message. It was great, yeah. and it was it's one of those things that the longer we sit in quarantine and uh, we isolate, the more that I get a little emotional when I read messages like that. So it was such a lovely message to get, and I definitely appreciate it. And don't feel bad that I may have shed a tear the first time I read it. yeah it is really sweet and it does go back to kind of why we do this and and just to get the message out there and let people know that they're not alone and and sometimes you may feel like it but there are other people like you out there yes that was a lovely message that Mm. i got yeah Yeah, i hear that you might have some messages over there that uh yes we've had a few questions and topics and things to talk about so the first one is about body hair on men Body hair on men, body hair on men. <laughs> I, I really feel like this is going to become a musical uh-huh. podcast now because I really like the way I sound in headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I'm sorry. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so the question was, what's the rule on body shaving for men in the lifestyle? I really dislike shaving my chest and abdomen. 
It feels lovely for about 12 hours, and then it turns into a horrible, irritating mess of soreness. I trim it all very short on the balls and crotch area, but going bald just doesn't feel like a sustainable choice. The only rule is there is no rules. There's no rules. Look, look. I don't know. Like it's funny because, like for me, it's. I think it's a personal preference thing. I think it's personal preference uh, for everybody, but I think it's personal preference on the you know as far as do you yourself and and what you feel comfortable with, and also the people that you're playing with. And if somebody that you're playing with doesn't maybe like how your body hair is, then and that's a reason for them not to play with you. Then that's probably a good sign that you shouldn't be playing with them to begin with. Agreed. Um. But most people, I would say most people in the lifestyle are reasonably forgiving. It's more just about how you present yourself overall. Yeah, if you're clean, it doesn't matter. I don't, I'm yeah. less concerned about it if you're clean. So I will say like for me, preferentially, um, when it comes to pubic hair, I like it trimmed. I don't like it free and wild. And, and all, I mean, arguably for men, it makes us look bigger mm-hmm. because there's less hair hiding the, the junk. Yeah, and I personally, I like I like trimmed hair, especially on yeah, guys. Yeah. It is nice not to floss when you go down on someone. Yeah, I know, right? But it also doesn't really have to be baby smooth. And in fact, that on some people can be a bit odd. It's, well, it's funny. So I'm, I mean, this is talking personal preference and, and what I like. Mm-hmm. For me, I like hair on a man uh, and on uh, a lady, I'm not, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like if she's... If she's completely bare, I'm then that's okay. If she's not, that's okay as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a man, I don't like it when they're completely bare. Yeah. Um, I always compare it to like when you, somebody says, "Oh, I have a cat," and then they're like, "It's one of those Doctor Evil cats where it's hairless. <laughs> it jumps out at you and you're like, whoa, wait, wait, wait what?" Um, <laughs> those ones look weird, but they're also kind of interesting, aren't they? <laughs> oh, they're fun to pet. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's fair, fair enough. But mm-hmm. um, when it comes to like, let's talk about chest and abdomen, though. Uh, and back, let's include the back. Okay, like yeah. arguably, like I, I honestly think that most men who shave their chest, abdomens and back aren't doing it for others. They're doing it for themselves. It's what makes them feel attractive, yes. which whatever it takes for you to feel attractive, I'm, I'm in full support of that, but I don't think you need to do that to, for me, you don't, you're not, you definitely don't need to do it for me to become attractive. Or to be attractive. Yeah, I wouldn't do it for someone else. I mean, unless it's your primary partner and, and that's yeah, something that, that's a, a sticky point between you. Uh, but otherwise, if it makes you feel good, then then I would say do it. But it's interesting because when I look at, at males that I'm attracted to, some of them have no chest hair. You. <laughs> it's true. And some of them have a lot of chest hair. And it's, you know, good. You can grab it. You can tug at it. You can pull. And that's kind of fun. That's exciting. And then other people do kind of trim it down a bit. And I like all of them because they're all different feels in all different ways. And and so, yeah, ultimately, I would say it's whatever you're comfortable with. But there is no rule in the lifestyle. And I don't think that there's an overarching expectation other than to just whatever it is, be clean, you know, be presentable and and just to present yourself in a good way, whatever that that is. Whether I, it's haired, hairless, trimmed, shaved, waxed, whatever. Yeah, I tend to agree. For me, I like my balls shaved. I don't like them trimmed. I like them like fully shaved. Mm. Um, but part of that's the fun of the ritual and doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I mean, I guess the, I, I'm going to say again, there is no right or wrong way to do it. 
it's whatever is good for you and whatever works for you and whatever you feel comfortable going out of the house. In. So you shave your balls. Yes. How often do you do that? Or how often did you before the quarantine? Uh, in the before four times. <laughs> um, probably weekly or at least once or twice a week, probably. Okay. Yeah. Does it get itchy in between? No. Okay, because no. it's so frequent? Because or? it's so frequent, okay. yeah. So when I've shaved, like, the whole uh, pubic area, it like the, this, this person is completely right, that 12 hours, it starts to get itchy. Mm-hmm. So for me, uh, the, the testicle region doesn't have enough hair that it gets itchy when you... Oh, okay. Like, I have hair, but it's not like... Um, it's not like a carpet or a rug. Right. Um, so it doesn't get as itchy, but... When I've shaved the pubic region, it does. It's like, it's fine for the first, I would have said, he said 12 hours. Mm-hmm. I think I, I would say six hours. <laughs> and then after that, it starts getting that prickly heat kind of thing. And some of the hair is just, it's horrible. And it itches and it's really awkward. And I would put the back in the same category as, as chest hair as well. Okay. And that yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Are some, you calling from experience? From my back hair? Mm-hmm, we don't mm-hmm. talk about that, Bradford. <laughs> We're not supposed to talk about that. But I like it. It's something to hold on to when you're on top. (laughs) I know. Isn't it great? (laughs) And that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it can be a good thing. And I know that some people do think that, oh, you need to be completely bare all over, but I don't think that's true. It it comes from watching porn. Stop watching porn people. Um, (laughs) But, or or stop comparing yourself to the people in porn. Yeah. Uh, It it is, it's one of those things that it's just, it breaks us. Because there's nobody, like back hair, there's nothing wrong with back hair. I don't yeah. mind back hair at all. Mm-mm. Not at all. Um, and I definitely don't mind chest hair. It's like you said, it's something to grab onto and, and, and run your fingers through. And yeah. I'm really the same way with back hair. Um, it doesn't, I don't have any issues with it. If if it is something that bothers you and you want to get rid of it, especially like the, the abdomen, the chest and the back, get it lasered. Yeah, lasering is good. I've, I've had my chest, the eight hairs on my chest. I had them lasered. Uh, I need to go back and get them lasered again because they've come back. Uh, yeah. Lasering does take a lot of time, uh, both in kind of the time between sessions, the cost, that kind of thing. But it is a good way to, if you're like permanently, like, I really don't want this hair on my body. It's a great way to, to deal with that. And it doesn't itch when it comes back. I didn't find it itched no. when it came back. Mm-mm. So yeah, no, that's been, what I would advise. Uh, and, and I would say as well that, if the hair bothers you and you maybe don't want to laser, don't want to shave, you can always just trim it. Because a nice trim, you know, whether it's a short trim or a slightly longer trim, it's it still can be really nice that way. But I don't think it would be as itchy. I don't know. You can no, it's not. More. It's not. As okay. long as it's consistent. Like, and what you're saying is you're like run a clippers, a set of clippers over it. So all the hairs are around the same length. Uh, so, yeah. and then I don't think it's as itchy. Okay. Me personally. So there is no rule. No rules. Nope, no rules. Just make yourself happy. Make your partners happy. You betcha. And don't be itchy and icky and sore. That's not good because that's not going to put you in a good headspace. Agreed. So whatever makes... And uh, honestly, I'd rather, like, when somebody drops their pants or takes their shirt off or whatever, I'd rather see hair than a a bunch of irritated bumps. Agreed. Yes. That's very true. So, like, that's, that's my opinion. Next. Next. Uh, <laughs> so the next one was, I think it was more of a, a, hey, this is out there kind of thing. But also it's a bit of a question. It's on like swinger cards, like kind of, 
I'm going to say oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. business like cards. Business card things. style yeah. things. Like calling cards. Calling cards. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And so uh, this listener had sent us a message about basically swinger calling cards at using them at a club. And, and I, you know, we have our business cards for the podcast that we take with us and we give out at clubs to people that we're potentially interested in or we want to hear from again or if somebody's asking about the podcast. So it's kind of dual purpose for us, but our real intention in giving them out at the club is for people that we're interested in and want to contact us again. Yeah, so the, and uh, a few weeks ago maybe, maybe it's a month ago, I don't know, all the time has run together, um, there was a whole Twitter kind of, back and forth um we're not on his twitter as much as we used to be because we we just don't like a lot of the people on twitter um but i did see i'm a lurker so i did see that there was a big conversation on this and a lot of people had some really good back and forths on whether or not they thought it was a good idea whether or not they thought it was a bad idea uh i like it i like it and i can see where and i, I didn't see any of that so i don't know what people said about it but i can see where some people may they may think that it is a bit forward or it may be a bit, uh, I'm going to, I mean, I say this because I also call myself this, but a bit slutty <laughs> in that you're giving out. We're not out, sluts. We just love love. In that you're giving out cards. <laughs> Sorry. I wanted uh, to do, I wanted uh, to hit a button. Oh, good. <laughs> but I can see where people would say that, you know, maybe you're giving out these cards to all these people. So is anybody really special? But, yeah, I think that they are. And I don't know, again, you know, what some people would say against it because I think it's a very good idea. So for me, let me tell you, the, the, the setup for which I think it is perfect is, and I'm, I'm going to say I'm completely okay with the scenario which, with which I'm describing. We meet a couple at, a, at the club. We like them. And we are interested in seeing them again outside of the club, whether or not we've played with them at the club. Yeah. Then we give them the card, and I feel like right there, we have put our hand out, we've opened the door, we've given them an opportunity to find us and reach out to us again in the future. We've also given them the opportunity to not. Yes, absolutely. And I love that. It's like, I feel like it takes a lot of the pressure off of us and off of them to say, you know what, I'm not actually interested in ever seeing you again. Yeah, because it does it does allow them to either contact you or not contact you. And I think it's acceptable because the next question would be if you do have a calling card like this that you give out to people. And one of the other good times that I could say that it's useful is when we um, like there's sometimes where we're at the club and we might be talking to people and then we end up going to separate play spaces. And so we don't see them again before we leave, but at some point we find out what locker number they have. Yes, yes. And the lockers have the little slots in them so we can, or maybe a little crack or something, so we can slide our card in there. And so that way they've got it and they've got a way to contact us in the future. But before we leave, it's not like, there's this whole, okay, what's your number? What's your number? Let's do yeah, this. Yeah, it's like, that's a lot of work, especially because we don't have our phones on us. Yeah. So it's that we all have to be at the locker room at the same time. So I think it's a good way to kind of get around that. I agree. I, I love it. I think mm. it's great. It, it works for me. And I, I can, again, I can understand if people don't like it, but I think my favorite part about it is that the no pressure where we can give people an out. Yeah. And I, as well, if they're not interested. Absolutely. And, and as far as what to put on it, you know, you can have your real names, you can have a pseudonym, whatever you want to go by, whatever you want people to contact you and, and how they want to 
how you want them to call you. That can be on there. Also, it can be, if you want it to be a phone number, it can be. For most of us, it's something like Kick, Telegram, Wire. Right like some other mode of contact that they can they can get a hold of us by. And it's just, yeah, it does give a really good and easy way for someone to contact if you want to. It doesn't have to be anything identifying, anything super personal. It's just here's a way to contact us. It can be as anonymous as you want it to be. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's our opinion on it. I think that is something that you should, uh, I say invest in. You can have them printed at home. It's no big deal. Uh, yeah, you could definitely print them yourself. Or we've gone to moo dot com and, mm. and got ours made, but uh, and it's not a big investment, like you said. It, it's yeah. pretty inexpensive. Yeah, but you get a, you get a shit ton of them for <laughs> twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah, I really like it. I think it's a great idea, and I think it's a good way to also keep track of people because sometimes we'll come home and, admittedly, you know, it, it gets put into the the swinger go bag, and when we're leaving the club, and then the next day or even a few days later, you might be unpacking that and be like, "Oh, look at this! Oh, yeah!" And you're kind of reliving that yes. conversation and those the, yeah, the yeah. times that you had with those people, and so it's it's kind of a nice throwback as well. Agreed, agreed, and I'm, I think that many of the people that we we see the most often. We've I've probably given one of our cards to, mm. and they've reached out and, and, and contacted us. So that's nice. And we've also had some times where a fair bit of time may go by. It might be weeks. It might be months. And then we hear from someone that we gave a card to, and, and they message out of the blue, which yes. I think is great. Because it can also be one of those things that, again, you stick it away somewhere, you forget about it, and then, oh, look, here's now this contact for these people. But if time goes by, you might feel weird, and you might be like, oh, I don't know if I should reach out or not. It's been a while. But I think it's great when people do that because it just shows that you're still thinking about them even after time has passed. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm going to say for me, and I will say uh, externally for us, there is no statute of limitations. If no. you reach out to us, we're like, oh, hey, it's you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that statute of limitations. Yeah, yeah, there's none. Uh-huh, no. <laughs> nope, none. I love oh, it. Well. I love it. So in Australia, uh-huh. which is where we is, yeah. uh, we have started to relax our lockdown laws. So this past weekend was the first weekend where uh, cafes are open again. And I know a lot of the folks in the States, things are fucked up, chaotic, and... Uh, Random, maybe yeah. random. I think random. I is think probably, random. Is that's a good what word. the news are. Yeah. Uh, yes, the U.S. is coming up quite often in in um, Australian news as a oh, we don't want to be that guy kind of thing. But um, <laughs> we've had a few people over in the past little bit, and what's really funny, I find is I find is great. But uh, we've had a lot of people over recently uh, over the weekend, and no play has happened. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. How did that happen? I know, right? And Shit, it's, we're doing something wrong. <laughs> but I'm going to argue, no, we're doing something maybe right. Uh-huh. Because, like, my thing is, like, these these people that we have over, and there's been a couple of times where, so, admittedly, we have had people over during the quarantine because, I guess, two weeks ago, Australia allowed you the one family home to visit another family home. So we yes. had a couple come over, but this weekend we've had a little few more people come over and, and we all get together. But I'm going to say like the, the stuff didn't happen because it didn't have to happen. I think all of us are so kind of like, Oh my God, I've not been out of my house in so long. I've not socialized in so long that when we get together, it is just socializing. It's not sex. And I think that's something that's, um, 
for, for people everywhere to remember that when we all get back together, it doesn't have to be like jumping right into bed. It's going back to what we've said before that we like about our secret spot is that it's a place where you can be unfiltered. Yeah. And we do, we've met a lot of people there and, and some of these people that we've kind of socialized with here recently are people that are, they are pants off friends, but at the same time, like you said, now this weekend, it's been just a lot of pants on socialization. It's just like, Hey, look, we're around these people. We can all talk about whatever in life and we, you know, can share our anxieties and fears and just the happy things and the good things and what's going on and whatever. And, and there doesn't have to be play. And I think that's really good. And even a couple weekends or last weekend, whenever it was that we had the other couple yes, over. last weekend. Yeah. When one family household could visit another family household, whatever that thing was. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, they came over and they are play friends of ours but we did end up just sitting and chatting and talking all night there was some cuddles and things like that it was cuddles and kissing and and fun stuff like that but yeah it wasn't but we never got to play and next thing we know it's you know 1 a.m it's like fuck where did the time go because it was just so good to have that human connection again and to in-person human connection and even the touching and just the cuddling and yeah it didn't have to lead to sex it was just nice to to have that and then you fast forward to last night where we had a couple of friends over and we had originally had the friends over to watch a movie. And, and mm. you know, while I was making dinner, you know, I, the conversation was great. It was lively. It was bumping. But I thought, oh, well, you know, we all got together to watch this movie. Maybe I should put the movie on. And when I started to, one of the fellows was like, oh, well, like, let's just wait. Let's let's keep talking. I'm having fun talking. Yeah. And we ended up chatting for another hour and a half, two hours, just chatting and going to dinner and chatting without watching the movie. And I think we could have never gotten to the movie and it yeah. would have been just fine. But I think what that means is that we need to put less pressure on ourselves. As these uh, restrictions and lockdowns lift, don't put so much pressure on yourself to jump like right into the sex. That the 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 prelims, the play, the talk, the the, uh, the, the bonding, the foreplay. Yeah it's just as important as the sex. And I think that's something that a lot of us are missing. And I think that if we immediately jump into sex with, with people that we'll still, we'll have that empty feeling that you sometimes have because you're unfulfilled. You're fulfilling an immediate carnal need, but you're not fulfilling the emotional need that you actually have. So uh, my caution and um, not worrying, but uh, just like, be cognizant, be realist, be, be, be focused on the fact that you have other needs other than the physical fucking. Yeah, and, and I would say don't be too harsh on yourself because if you do find it hard to connect physically with people, especially because we've been in a time where we've been encouraged to distance ourselves physically from people. So it can feel a bit weird to, ooh, I'm going to touch you now and, yeah. and like, or I'm going to kiss you. Ooh, I don't know. Like that can be... That can feel weird now when it, it shouldn't, but it still, it does and it can. Absolutely. Because so have we've had to block you social distancing yeah. and suddenly you're kissing somebody else. Well, if that was me and it's her taboo, a couple of weekends yeah. ago when we were, you know, like we saw you and him kissing. And I was like, we, we should probably kiss. And like both, we can do this. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so she and I kind of looked at each other and we're like, um, okay, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> But it is. It's weird. Um, yeah. And it's going to be weird, I think, for a while. Uh, my my, I, I'm just saying, let's be patient with ourselves. Yeah. And don't don't be too hard on yourself. No, and, no, no. And if you feel if you do feel awkward about whether it is being close to people or touching people or being intimate or whatever, don't 
don't think that there's something wrong with you because no. there's not. No, not at all. Uh, we're in a completely different world right now and we're going to feel weird about doing normal things, yeah. I think, for quite a while. Well, even just today, we were walking down the, we were taking the puppy to get groomed because, you know, he needed a haircut. Yes, uh, follow Pip the Floof on Instagram. Yes, he's so adorable, <laughs> such a cutie. So we were taking him to get groomed and for part of the walk to the groomer, we were on one of the main streets. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here in the area. And there were a lot of people out. And it's not more than would have been on any other day before the, the whole COVID thing happened. But now it's like, oh, my God, there's too many people. This feels weird. I'm uncomfortable. I want to be off of the main road. And so it's like, how can we take back streets and get there? And and it's weird because I'm a very social person typically, and I don't mind people being around. I like people. But now it just does feel weird to have so many people around. And I think it's going to take a little while to get back to what what it was before. I agree. You look at everybody and you're like, everybody's a carrier. (laughs) and it's not true and realistically that's not true or at least not not here anyway um yeah but you do feel have that feeling so yeah give yourself a break don't don't uh stress yourself out and yeah yeah love yourself yes as you love others yes (laughs) (laughs) um do you want to take a quick commercial break yeah let's do that all right let's do that angela yes do you like sex toys i love sex toys do you yeah do you wish you could have more sex toys always do you wish you could have a sex toy at 50% off? Uh, that's even better, yes. With that sex toy, uh-huh. do you wish that you could have six videos on demand that you could watch and use these sex toys with? Absolutely. With those, that oh 50% off sex toy. Oh my God, it gets better. And the videos on demand. Uh-huh. Do you wish that whoever you purchase these sex toys from would just throw six items in there maybe something for you maybe something for me maybe something for both of us that would be amazing i Can know that happen? is that it a thing does happen yeah and you know and how where it does happens? it know how does it happen where does it happen if you google uh-huh or uh, type in yeah in your google box adamandeve.com okay you'll go to adamandeve.com uh-huh find an item that you like put in the coupon code by the by b-y-t-h-e-b-i mm-hmm. you get all that and the one thing that make, turns you on more than anything else. Free shipping. Free shipping. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So if you go to adamandeve.com and you use the coupon code by the by, that's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, you'll get everything we've already talked about. Yeah. And that should make you happy. Yay. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Easy orgasms for you. Easy orgasms uh-huh. for your partner. You know. And all kinds of fun for everybody. Yeah. Cool. Let's yeah. do it. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. To the internet. 
Welcome back. Did did you miss us? Yeah. <laughs> um, we have an interview coming up mm-hmm. that was another X Award winner. This young lady was the winner for Best Bucks Night. Yep, Bucks Party. Bucks Party, yes. Which, um, for those of you not yes. in Australia, it is a bachelor party. Yes. Uh, which I, So here they have Bucks and Hens Nights as opposed to bachelor and bachelorette parties. Which I'm not sure which one I like better. I think I like the animalisticness of a Bucks Night. I think I like, yeah, I like Bucks and Hens. Um, yeah. And I, I'm going to admit that I really didn't follow her on Instagram before. Mm. I do now, and I always will. Oh, my God, yeah. On. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, she's stunning, stunning woman. So much fun to talk to. So intelligent and great. Like, I'm so excited to, to meet her in the face-to-face once these uh, crazy times are over and she is back on uh, Australian soil. Also, yes. just as a side note here to derail for a moment. Yes, please. Uh, since the Swing Set Takes Desire is not happening in 2020, it's now postponed to 2021. Yes. We will likely be able to make it to the X Awards and meet all of these people in person That's that we couldn't correct. last year. That's right. So Which is exciting. Um, Look, uh, I think it's funny that you bring it up this way. Uh, yes, uh, Des- uh, Desire 2020 with Swing Set. Swing Set Takes Desire 2020 is officially postponed. Very sad. Um, it till till 2021. So if you were looking forward to that, as we all were, mm. they have very wisely postponed it to next year. And there are still a lot of uh, things that are going on in the U.S. swinging-wise um, that – in my humble opinion, should be canceled until 2021. But, you know, you do you, but you take care of you is my advice. So uh, if you were planning on going to these things, like just just think about your own health and safety and the safety of those around you. Uh, We're only as strong as the weakest in our group. Yes, exactly. Uh, So unfortunately, Swing Set Text Desire has been postponed, Mm -hmm. but that does mean... On the bright side, Angela, looking on the bright side, we are going to the X Awards this year. Whether nominated or not, we're going to be there. Yeah. Uh, So we will definitely be there. So looking forward to it. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. And so Uh, that way we'll get to hopefully meet some of these people in person that we've only talked to on the phone. And I hope that Riley Rose is there. You betcha. I'd like to. So uh, spoiler alert for this conversation. We talk about dancing and I would love to spin her around the dance floor and Uh spin and have Angela spin her around the dance floor and have her spin me around the dance floor. It's going to be great. Yeah. So uh, sit back, relax and enjoy our conversation with Riley Rose. And we're speaking here today with Riley Rose, who was one of our X Awards winners this year. Yes. Really exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. You won for Bucks Night, right? Yes, I did. What an award. That's um, that's amazing. So, um, and for our American listeners, um, it took me forever to realize what a Bucks Night was. That's the the bachelor. That is the bachelor party. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. The last. Yeah, they call them Bucks (laughs) Nights and Hen Nights. Yes, the the last hurrah. Oh, boo. Yeah. Hey, but if it's going to be your last hurrah, what a way to go! Absolutely. Gosh, yeah, you make some memories. That's for sure. I love it. So, so you won for Bucks Night 2019. Let's first, were you able to go to the uh, award yes, ceremony? Yes, I was. Yeah, I, I was. I was fortunately there for the Sexpo weekend. 
um, which they tied in as well. Okay. Yeah, so it was great um, to be able to to attend as well. Yeah, it was fantastic. And you know what? It was a fantastic night. That's what I was going to ask. We're so jealous because, of course, we were traveling overseas at oh, the no. time. But everybody we talk to tells tells us just about how amazing yeah. of a night it Look, was. Look, it wasn't like a normal um, awards show. It was like a it was a it was an awesome place for networking. That's that's for sure. But it wasn't set up very formal. So um, we had a fantastic night. You know, I mean, I spent half the night on the dance floor, and everybody was able to mix and mingle and have a drink and this and that, whereas usually on an awards night, you're seated at a table, so you generally only talk to, if you have to, the people around you. Right. Um, so it was a lot more free and a lot more easygoing. That's so awesome. So what was your yeah. highlight of the night? I mean, other than winning, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, no, just meeting, you know, it was such an eye-opening experience. I didn't realize um, that, I mean, I'd not been to an awards show like that, of course, mm-hmm. and um, didn't realize the sort of repertoire that the industry has. And it was just so cool because we had performers and people felt at home, so it was a lot nicer to sort of learn a lot more about those people as individuals. Um, because of course, when you're in the industry, you're doing your own thing and you don't often get to see all these things. So the highlight for me was meeting, um, so many people from the industry and actually keeping in contact with them as well. Um, but of course the dance floor. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Jay had some pretty good, um, beats happening and I just couldn't stop grooving. (laughs) That is great. And it's funny because you, you mentioned that like, uh, the networking aspect of it. So many people we've talked to Mm. have said how great that was and it's becoming very clear to us. And I think we probably knew it just from our dealings with going to Sexpo and whatnot is how rarely people in the uh, adult industries, um, ever really cross pollinate and talk with one another and get to learn more about each other's uh, daily lives and and what work looks like and what they do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and it was just so nice to still be able to and feel like you could walk up to somebody and talk to them. You know, it was just a very nice vibe. Easy going. Yeah, that's cool. Easy going vibe. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I do think we sometimes forget how difficult it can be to network sometimes, especially if if you're all working in different areas and in different. Well, it's a Genres. it's a um, it's a job category that self isolates yeah. because most of the uh, much of society is frowning upon it. So we end up isolating. It's like uh, basically of what course. we are now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of course. Mm. So that was awesome. Um, how did you get into? Do you do the, the Bucks Night? So let's talk a little more about that. Do you do the full planning of it? Or do you do only the entertainment portion? And and then also, how did you get into this? Because it sounds amazing. Okay. So um, I got into it. Actually, I, I am a stripper to start off with. Um, that's my that's my usual occupation is stripping, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started to get into the Bucks Night because I saw one of my first um, – sort of jobs in a club I um I got hired out to do a boat function on that boat function we had we were attending a bucks party and I'd never I've always had this fascination with um going to you know a bucks night and having a bucks night and you know because women don't often get to have 
the big stripper thing, like the female stripper thing and, you know, the big wild sort of night. Female ones are like, oh, you know, let's sip out of dildos and um, (laughs) dildo straws and that kind of thing. So um, I always have had this big fascination around the Bucks Night, so I've always wanted to attend one. Well, on this first job I had, um, I was able to go on this boat party for a Bucks event. On that um, Bucks event, um, we were supposed to talk to him, sort of buddy up with the guys and entertain the guys for the evening. But we had one girl which we picked up and she came on the boat and she did a show, um, a Bucks party show. She was a showgirl um, in front of us. And I guess I was supposed to be, you know, chatting to the guy beside me, but I completely just zoned out and I was so taken aback by this this girl. And I was like, wow, that's so cool. I want to be doing that. Um, yeah, so I had this fascination with it I guess so I started to you know ask questions and start to learn a little bit and um, it just organically happened I guess that I sort of fell into that because that was part of my interest that sounds like a lot of fun that sounds like fun yeah (laughs) yeah so now I get to sort of go around and I don't create the whole buck show I mean I get hired out to be a part of the buck show and generally it'll be on the last evening or in the it, at the very start of it to sort of get people a little more comfortable because you know in Bucks parties there's sort of um, a lot of people that don't know each other that know the but uh, know yeah. the groom. Um, there's also you know so sometimes I get hired to sort of set the scene and be the life of the party and sort of navigate that kind of um, uneasiness that they have between each other. But um, often I'll be at the end of the Bucks sort of celebration and uh, be able to do a big show, big finale kind of thing, um, which is, you know, mostly entertainment. Cool. That sounds great. I never actually plan the show. I'm there as an entertainer. Yeah. Cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. If Do you ever get the chance to be, like, the entertainment at the beginning of the Bucks Nights or at the end of the Bucks Nights? And do you have a preference on which one? Yeah, absolutely. So generally how I would step into a Bucks Night would be to go and do, like, a waitressing sort of be in a waitressing position um, Mm -hmm. at the start so that the guys get to know me. Um, And then, of course, we have a show. So I do mild to wild shows. Um, I do prefer to do them at the Mm -hmm. end of the night because then after the show, you know, um, guys can be quite intense afterwards because they're so um, in amazement with the quite clingy so you get a you get a bit of a fan group so I do prefer to do it at the end at the end um and also you know people have had a couple of drinks so they they tend to enjoy it a lot more and a lot more sort of okay with being a little bit more free and able to have a little bit more fun mm-hmm. um usually I'll get hired on as a waitress to begin with and then at the end of the sort of shift um I'll do a show and get out of there cool uh, so you mentioned earlier about the Bucks Nights being like the one last hurrah before people get married. Do you, yeah, how, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> so is that yeah. is, is that still like that? Just makes me sad because I always feel like the that means that whoever you're marrying isn't going to be as stimulating as this yeah. Bucks Night. How do you how do you feel about? <laughs> Oh, you know what? In the next six months after they've had enough being a, um, you know, a good house husband or a housewife or whomever, they can come back. <laughs> come <to seconds. laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, you know, to be honest, I think it's just an excuse. Um, a lot of people, I do see them again, whether their wives would like to hear that or not. But um, yeah, it's it's just a good excuse. And it makes 
a good excuse for people to come together on one thing. So it is kind of a, like a last hoorah. But it, you know, it's it's not just a hoorah. It's making memories. So what the people are wanting is somebody to make that one night memorable. And basically that's the job is to just make memories and make fantasies and that kind of thing come true because there is a lot of stigma around having a the best Bucks night and the stripper, especially mm-hmm. yeah. at the Bucks parties. So, um, you know, if, and if they're not very memorable and they've spent all this money on something that was just, you know, just as good as the neighbor next door, you know, it's, it's not so fun. So, so the object is to make memory and um, have a lot of fun and um yeah just have a good night so have you ever done like non-bucks parties like so we'll say like an anniversary party or just a random party absolutely or like hen's yeah, nights I do t- you ever get to go to hen, hen's nights oh yeah love them yeah hen's nights are fantastic um hen's nights are just as fun you gotta sometimes wear earplugs because the girls like to scream <laughs> <laughs> um you know hen's nights are a lot of fun but yeah, there's there's a whole there's a whole lot of things. I mean, I do birthdays. Um, what about divorce parties? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Heaps of divorce parties. Oh, that's um, Yeah, I mean, people just want to have fun and sort of forget about things for a night. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's my job is to provide the entertainment. So yeah, where, no, where but anything, you? really anything. Twenty firsts, even. Um, awesome. Yeah. Events yeah. from twenty one <laughs> to one hundred and one. Yeah, exactly. That'd be great. Where are you based out of? Are you based out of Melbourne? Yeah. Okay. Um, I I am based out of uh, Sydney predominantly. Oh, Sydney. oh okay. Okay. So you go yeah, next Sydney. time when when we're all can be so unquarantined, we'll just have like a a Thursday. We'll Thursday party. Thursdays. <laughs> that sounds brilliant. Yeah, that sounds absolutely nice. I'd love to have a nice mojito in the sun. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah no that sounds great no yeah so Sydney um I travel a lot though so I often um visit Queensland okay. uh, which I work with Delicious Entertainment I think you had you might have had her on to speak uh, yes. a wee while ago yes um yeah. so I work with them um I work down in Melbourne also but my and in Canberra I also head over to um Adelaide so I'm traveling quite a lot of the time but wow. that's what I love about the job is because I can do that and um it makes it makes for a lot more fun mm. that's great so winning the X award I mean I know we're now in a time where it's probably hard to do the work that you uh that you love to do but is has it been something that you were able to leverage to to create more work and 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 build the the excitement yeah, absolutely. So um, I like working in clubs as well. I don't limit myself to um, private events. So it's a lot It's a lot more fun at the club with the big DJ sort of introducing yourself as the, as the Bucks Award winner for 2019. Oh, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it feels really good. Um, so that's also sort of some leverage there. It's just creating a little bit more awareness. And a lot of people, you know, they, they want to hire a stripper for their buck show, but they don't really know what it sort of comes with. So it's just creating more awareness. So I guess how I've leveraged the having the award is just trying to get the thing out there that, yep, this is what we do. This is how it runs and that kind of thing. But it's great sort of letting people know I'm coming somewhere before I'm there. Okay. Creates a lot more interest. Yeah. 
so I just find this whole thing fascinating because, like you said, a lot of people maybe don't really know what to expect when it comes to a Bucks Nights and, and Hens Nights and things. Uh, but we all see on movies and on TV what, what it quote unquote should be. And, and, but yet at the same time, it can be something very different in person. Yeah. It is what you make of it. I think there's, um, I mean, my job is to make your party fun and to be a part of the entertainment and to provide you with the best sort of fantasy Mm. of that you see on the TV. Um, yeah. So, so it is, I mean, people might like, different things for example a sexy cop or a firefighter or a tradie or a uh, oh my god you get to dress up as well yeah so I get to dress up and just become a sort of character and and include everybody into this big fantasy thing um which is really cool what are some of your most fun fantasies to fulfill for people oh I love sexy sailor I love being a cheeky little sailor Mm -hmm. or a cop cop is one of my favorites for sure because you can there's so many tools you can use you know you can use like the baton for whacking somebody or um the handcuffs yeah there's a lot more like i know what um, i want for my birthday things (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah no the cut would have to be one of my favorite things yeah that's cool but the sailor will get nice and wet yeah because you know rough Uh seas that's right you do yeah and and what was the the joke from the british show semen stains Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. Oh my god, that's so great. So how long have you been doing Bucks Nights? Um, probably for the last two, three years. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Two yeah. only took two or three years in order to be uh uh winning the best award. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a lot of fun. It's lovely to be um recognized for work. I mean, it's so funny when you sort of start these things, it's not really you don't really know of awards like this right. mm-hmm. um so it's cool to be doing something that you love and that you work hard at and try to do your best at and to be recognized for that as well I think a lot more people should um be recognized for what they're doing because there's a lot of people that work very hard especially in this I mean everywhere in yeah. this industry yeah but it's it's really nice to have that acknowledgement and also it creates a lot more awareness which is what I sort of said um mm. before yeah I, and I think it's great and I think the you're absolutely right that you know being um, recognized for the hard work and effort that you put into it is a great uh, is a great it's great it's then that's what it mm. what you should be absolutely. Uh, so yeah very much congratulations thank you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and uh, we hope yeah. to actually get to perform at some point <laughs> yeah oh absolutely yeah let's have some fun absolutely <laughs> and if we can all get down to the X Awards 2020 yeah. we'll see you down we'll, there too we'll, we'll see you on the dance yeah. floor for sure. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. You'd think that I'd get sick of, you know, having a dance and having a boogie. But um, if there's nah. a good DJ on, you'll see I'll spend the night on the dance floor. That's <laughs> us as well, between the dance floor and the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. I love it. <laughs> it sounds great. Well, thank you so very much for uh, taking some time out this weekend and, and chatting with us. Uh, once again, congratulations. That's yeah. It's super exciting. And I can't wait to... Uh, to meet you face to face at some point but uh, do you want to tell people how they can find you and then we'll also put uh, these details in the show notes yeah absolutely so I'm contactable via um, Instagram my Instagram name is missms.rileyrose r-h-y-l-e-e-r-o-s-e I also do private bookings via um, private email which is 
the same as my Instagram name, Miss um, Riley Rose at gmail.com. Um, I will be having a website up soon, but you'll have to contact me through my uh, Instagram to find out more about me uh, launching that later. Excellent. Thank you so very much. And uh, yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. It was really great to speak to you and definitely wish you the yeah, best guys. of luck in X Awards for 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I'll see you there. You Let's have a, we'll have a good night. <laughs> no, it should be good. Take care um, with this coronavirus as well. Oh, uh, yeah, I know, Absolutely. right? Thank you, too. So that was our lovely chat with Riley Rose. It was so good to talk to her. She's so lovely. Yeah, I love the New Zealand accent. I know. Yes, yeah. fush and chups. <laughs> Get your dandles on, mate. We're going tramping. It doesn't sound as good when you do it. No, I'm terrible. I do, no, I, it's not no. like, like, I, I, we, need, we need to leave it to the Kiwis. Let them do yes, it. Yes, yes, yeah. fair enough. Um, and we very much hope to uh, enjoy Kiwi soil here in the not too distant future. So hopefully that travel bubble will open up and we can fly over there the for a trans Tasman bubble. Yeah, yeah, we can fly over there for a nice long weekend. Hopefully, I love yeah. New Zealand. It's I great love place. New Zealand. Yeah. Um, yeah, so thank you so much to Riley Rose. That was such a fun conversation. And uh, uh, I'm thinking for my birthday uh-huh. that uh, she needs to come to Our Secret Spot and do a... I think so. Do a do a sexy dance. And by then, everything should be opened up and we can likely arrange this. So, And you've never seen me. You've never seen me uh, with a with a dancer. That's very true. I am so... Em- I like, I'm so embarrassed. Uh-huh. Like, it's horrible. It's like... Imagine your great grandmother at the Olive Garden when they come out to sing to her. It's like that, only worse. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just saying. All right. I'm I'm curious to see this. We're gonna wear. I have to make this happen. No, I don't. <clears throat> I, I mean, know I we're doing to. for your party I really, now. <laughs> I really want to, but it's like at the same time I'm like. <laughs> yeah. So so you become like a little teenage boy. Basically? I'm worse. I'm worse. Yeah. It's like, why are you dancing for me? I'm not worth you. Oh. Yeah. It's great. Uh. So yes, thank you so much to her. We will uh, be in contact about my birthday. Mm-hmm. Promises. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, is there anything else you want to talk about on our new system? I like, think we've covered a fair bit for today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll pretty, save anything else for the next time. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, all right. Well, then, uh, thank you so much. <clears throat> I'll, I'll do this in Bradford After Dark okay, voice. Okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say thank you very much to my beautiful co-host, Angela, and the lovely guest, Riley Rose, as we discussed all the sexy things that go on in our beds and your beds and every bed in between. If you want to email us, you can email us at theatomsoflove at gmail.com, or you can find us on all of our socials. We are at By the By Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Want to support us? Want to get some cool, sexy gear in your inbox? Well, then just go to patreon.com slash by the by podcast and you can support us and all the wonderful, sexy things that we do. That's how you can get your hands on some cum rags and the password to our website, www.bythebuy.com.au, where you can see us in video and see our bylogs, all the sexy things that we post on our website. How's that? Well done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should have done this a long time ago because fuck, I'm turned on right now. (laughs) So uh, listeners out there, if you're also turned on and if you actually listened this far, please let us know. Oh my God. That was fun. Uh, 
just great. I've always wanted a microphone like this. Uh-huh. This is how I imagine I sound, and uh-huh. I know I don't. Like when you hear me in real person, uh-huh. I, I like like face to face. I'm much more of a golly, <laughs> but on this microphone, I sound so sexy. Yeah, you do. Mm. Mm. Just love it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, also if you want to go and get yourself some sexy toys, of course, uh, some geeky sexy toys, go to uh, geekysextoys.com. They are friends of ours in uh, up there in the Queensland area. They make all kinds of cool, sexy, like weird shit. A lot of fun stuff. Yeah, like yeah. from a TARDIS paddle to a D20 ball gag to a lightsaber dildo. Uh, they, they, they really make it all. Yeah. And, and when you purchase that stuff, they do ship internationally. But you can uh, enter the uh, code by the by and get five uh, percent off. So yeah. yeah, go check them out. They've got some fucking awesome stuff. Fun stuff. Yeah, I love definitely. it. Um, yeah. Do we have anything else awesome. we want to say? No. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week where we'll be in your pants again. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.